0: The following is an original audio series from Sierra International Machinery, Pile of Scrap, with your host, John Sacco. All right, everybody, welcome to a new episode of Pile of Scrap from Washington D.C. with the chairman of the Institute of Scrap Recycling Industries, Brian
1: Indici. Brian, welcome back. You've been on before. <laughs> oh, John, this is my second uh, episode. Yeah. Great to be here. Thank you for having me back. I'm thrilled, excited to talk all things recycled materials in our industry.
0: <laughs> right on. Well, all right, here we are at the ISRI Board of Directors meeting. Uh, it's going to kick off uh, tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. And uh, so what's, what's the hot topic, Brian? What is our industry facing? What are we, what are we working on?
1: Oh, so there are many hot topics, as we were discussing a little bit earlier this afternoon. But this year, we're having our annual uh, congressional fly-in. And the four main talking points. So what we're going to have for our members on it is PFOS, as, as we all know, is a big uh, forever metal in which we are working with. Also distinct and also having recycled materials as an essential is an essential industry uh, for it. And then we're also going to discuss EVs and electric vehicles and batteries.
0: Okay, and so you know, a, a, as all these things progress now, the congressional fly-in. You know, I think it's important that people have to understand, it's not a Republican issue, it's not a Democratic issue, it's an us issue. Mm-hmm. You have to put your political agenda aside to help our industry. How are you going to let people know? What What is, what is your words of wisdom to people who have to understand you have got to get out in front of your, uh, your politicians?
1: John, it's a great question. We all as individuals have our political beliefs and our views. But when it comes to our industry and ISRI, we do not have, we are uh, we are not Republican, we are not Democrat, we do not have uh, either side of the aisle. We need to focus on our industry. Uh, if you look in years back, there was one of the biggest proponents of our industry was somewhat of a controversial figure with the, Demo- with the Republicans and Harry Reid from Arizona. And he was a staunch supporter of our industry. And so as members flying in, we need to look at what's best for the industry, what's best for our association and separate our 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 politics
0: well there are truly there are bipartisan issues and to me there can't be anything more bipartisan than a strong vibrant recycled materials industry because we are the main suppliers of raw material to the mills that produce all the products that make the products we use every day so that's bipartisan so hopefully this trip this fly-in we get people and we get you know, we can get something done in respect to it isn't one party or another. It's one big group getting together and saying, that's right, this industry is essential to our everyday lives.
1: You're, you're right, John. And we know that recycled materials is critical for infrastructure. We know that we do not have a manufacturing base without recycled materials. We know that, but it's incumbent upon us as members in the industry to communicate the importance of that. Listen, there is no infrastructure bill without recycled materials. And it's and again, we need to get out and communicate it locally, statewide, federal. We're now here for the federal congressional, but we need to get into our schools, our communities.
0: Well, the schools, yeah, that's a that's a good point. See, I I, I'm a believer that, you know, our industry supports so many people of different trades from engineers, from accounting to electrical. I mean, there's, you know, there's so many diverse jobs within our industry. And that the sooner we can get that into the education system, do people understand in a curriculum that our industry is cool because we're green, we're mm-hmm. sustainable, and the fact is there's huge opportunity all over America with our industry. Mm-hmm. So I believe we need to promote it, and I know Isri's uh, promoting I know you as chairman, that's something important to you.
1: It is. You know, recycling's cool again, or it's now cool. Everybody is into recycling, not only nationally, but globally as well. As the world is shifting to electrification, uh, whatever your position is on climate change or uh, circular economy and decarbonization, recycling is the key, if not the key, to having this be successful.
0: Yeah. So, what is it that maybe you don't know, or I don't know the exact, but there's going to be a huge increase in the need of recycled materials just for the future for all the EVs that are coming online and all this electric, you know, this reduction of greenhouse gases by going to electric vehicles and uh, changing the way uh, certain equipment runs in plants, be it forklifts, be it whatever the electricity, and that that materials are going to come from our industries, and so. How are we going to get that message out, Brian? How, how are we going to let people know that we have to be out there promoting what we do?
1: Well, what we're doing here is a start, right? So you've been doing this for several years. I have. But we, but we need, as an association, ISRA is to communicate with our members and help them and assist them to engage within their community. There are smaller companies that are fantastic at running their business, but when it comes to community outreach engagement, that could be intimidating. And so we need to work together as an industry through our association to help lead and help communicate and teach them on how to engage our communities and their representatives.
0: Are you seeing a shift now, because we talked about it at the convention, Mm -hmm. uh, about marketing the unmarketable with Adam Weitzman and Andy Golding and myself. We talked about how in the community, are you starting to see, do you think, a shift where people are starting to get more comfortable in discussing what our industry does and getting out there, are you seeing that? Are you feeling it yet? Or do you think we got, we still haven't even got to ground zero yet on
1: that? I think we're getting progress, but we have a long way to go. Uh, From the methods of delivery of communication of our industry is moving so fast with social media, whether it be LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, and members feeling comfortable enough to get out there and and share that message. Uh, But really we need members to be more involved. Um, you know, we're not, gonna, we're not going to promote and progress the education or the word of our industry unless we get more involvement, and we need that. We need it.
0: Well, I think you know, people have to be less intimidated. I think there's, it's an intimidation factor mm-hmm. because people aren't comfortable, but somebody's got to have somebody in their company who's like, heck yeah, I know how to do this, and, and get them out there. I think we need to encourage that and keep pushing that message as we go forward so going forward here now you've been chairman for over a year now correct
1: amazing how fast it goes you blink you you know
0: the the convention's coming in 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 vegas in 2024 and before you know it you're gonna be a past chair correct you having fun so far what's your your, bet so far what's your favorite moment as being a chairman
1: wow Wow, there's so many john ah come on you got to come up with one one. one that really stands out to me is working communicating with our members. you know, It's a little different when you're an officer or you're on the board, And but when you become chair, it's a different perspective. And when you're the chair, as you get out into the chapters in the regions, on, or even globally, when trips to India or, or Europe or Colorado or Texas, um, the engagement with the members and how they thank you for your work, thank you for your dedication, that's my favorite. It's the most amazing time that I've had so this So you,
0: you, you're out there quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably not as natural for you to be traveling like you have been.
1: No, no. Not, so you not got at a lot right. more. So
0: so where are you going to be in the next uh, few months? What what are important uh, events that you you feel that you, Brian Hennessy, have to be there to help spread the word?
1: To spread the word? Well, first of all, we have in Denver in October, we're going to have our fall board meeting.
0: In your and home city? In my
1: home city of Denver, Colorado. It's going to be great. We get a lot of enthusiasm to, to be in Denver. but. We have to communicate the issues, and one of the main issues we're looking at is communicating our lexicon, communicating our message, putting uh, deliverables together for members so we can promote and share our industry, like you're doing. But you're one person, John. But can you imagine if we had three more, or five more, doing half or third what of the work? What if we had? How we, we can promote what? this? It's amazing. How, how many members do,
0: do we have at ISRI now?
1: Uh, we're pushing. Well, at the end of the year, we will have 1,600 members. Cross my fingers, we will be there. But we're on 1,500 display. Well, can you
0: imagine if we had just 50 percent mm-hmm. out there every day promoting it? Mm-hmm. It'll change, and, and that's going to happen, Brian. I think the message is getting out there. I think people are starting to see the positive effect that it's having. And, and, and I'm, I'm opti- you know, I'm a realist. Um, you know, an optimist will say the glass half full. The pessimist says the glass is half empty. Well, as a realist, that glass is at half, half capacity. But I do believe the message is spreading and so I'm a little more optimistic when it comes to getting the message out and I think people will, will be there. So Sean, but,
1: if I can just, yeah, just absolutely. Can we, the opportunity we have to promote our message when it comes to the lexicon which, which we all are aware of in changing, the evolving in how we communicate outside of our industry with our schools and our people and our elected officials but not only here in the United States, but globally the lexicon in which we in ISRI helped develop. It's amazing at how it's been received globally and how even though we are recyclers in the United States, but if globally we are all in the same industry, we all have the same issues. And so when they see that we need to communicate better and more effectively with our constituents and the lexicon was uh, groundbreaking and it'll continue to evolve.
0: So, you know, speaking of issues, and um, you know, we were uh, in May. We were in uh, Amsterdam with mm-hmm. the BIR. Yeah. So the EU has implemented export controls for recycled
1: metals. Correct.
0: That would destroy a vibrant and healthy industry here in America. So, how, what are we doing to prevent export controls coming on in America?
1: So, with respect to the EU export uh, regulation to non-OECD countries, to be a little bit more specific. Um, what you is know, the
0: non-OECD? Come on
1: now. oecd countries is the, the acronym, is Economic Cooperative Development of, we will call it countries that are industrial leading countries. Uh, but who's not in the uh, OECD is India. Mm-hmm. I believe China is not in the OECD. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I know in India. And so the, the export restrictions is material, uh, raw materials or recycled materials are not able to be exported to these countries. And they're doing it, under the uh, Basel or when it comes to waste, or defined so, as waste. And so, so to, the, critical for us in the U.S., we do not, uh, there is not a mood in our government at this point to follow that, but if it metastasizes globally, we, we it would be detrimental to us. Well, we see, wouldn't have the market. In the EU, recycled metals, and paper, hmm? and plastic
0: are considered waste. Hmm? And I, I have struggled with this and part of the docu-series, Repurpose, is attacking the premise of waste. Waste is what has no further value. Mm-hmm. Gold is not waste. Gold is an essential metal. Copper is not waste, it's also an essential metal, as is aluminum, as in iron. As in, for that matter, paper's not, obviously it's not metal, but it's essential for the creation of all the all these products that use recycled paper every day. How are we going to get to the change that recycled commodities are just that, commodities, and cannot and should never be considered waste? How are we going to get
1: there? Well, with respect to the eu that 's probably beyond our boundaries of what we could do, but here domestically, we need to continue to educate it starts in it starts in kindergarten, it starts within the schools, so the educational level is the first, and Israel has a, a forum and Jason project where we have a curriculum for teachers to teach recycling that 's one component, another is to constantly consistently saturate regulators not only legislators we have to engage with regulators as well we need to teach them our industry so it's 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 engagement it's it's just listen when matters in our industry come up, do you remember the definition of solid waste many, many years ago? And we banded together as an industry as an association. We were able to work on Capitol Hill and get legislation passed in 19, was it 1997? Yeah, that
0: was the Surrey Correct, fun. the Surrey yeah.
1: Act. But we worked together yeah, together, nice. so yeah. we need to continue, but it's not one issue. We need a paradigm shift in how we think that part of our responsibility is to educate and be engaged.
0: Well, I think that's paramount to anybody within the industry. And you know, so many people, so many rely on so few to spread the word. And I mm-hmm. think we need to change that around. We need so many out there focusing on the few issues.
1: I, th- I think the time is coming, John, where now we have to. If we look within the states at the regulation we're experiencing that's impacting all of our members, the few can no longer be the do all the work. And what's going to happen is it's going to, the times are going to force all of us to get more engaged. And for all of us to get more engaged, we need a common denominator that keeps us on point, that keeps the issues in front of us, that helps us communicate the issues, and that's what our association is doing now.
0: All right, so you've got a few months left now yeah. into your chairmanship. Well, here we are in July, so we got August, September, October, November, December, January, February. You've got about nine months left. Mm-hmm. What do you want to accomplish in the next nine months as chairman of Israel? Wow. Besides, everything, what, give, besides give me a couple, everything, give me a couple items, Brian, that really you wish to accomplish. Because so, when people hear this message, that they can maybe help you achieve this
1: goal of yours. We continue to operate and are structured as we were in 1987, the merger of Neri and ISIS. The industry has evolved rapidly the um, our companies are evolving rapidly we need to evolve Israel as well and we need to evolve Israel as well to position ourselves better from an advocacy point and that's one of the uh, meeting topics we're going to have at our this week is our structure and our advocacy we also frankly need to take a hard look at our chapter structure and are we putting the leadership within the chapters in the best position to give services, and take care of all members. We need to look at that. I was a chapter president. I recall the challenges and what I had going back 20 years ago, and there's so many more now. So we need to look at our chapter regional to position Israel best. We need to do it together as an association and as members, and we also need to look at our governments. My goal is by the end of April we have that addressed or we have a step or a path forward.
0: Okay. So it's 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 reorganization of the chapter system is the one thing you want to get accomplished before, you.
1: It, it, it's one and of the, the two. Hand the reins and, over and, to Colin. Well, we have to tie in the the governance as well, where we need to go. More, we need to shift more from commodity-based uh, issue to overall issue based And what I mean, and what I mean by that is, if there's a particular state, and there is an EPR bill, extended producer responsibility bill, introduced, and it's geared towards, we'll say, plastics. Right now, we would only focus on a plastic perspective. We need to shift from that type of approach to an issues approach, where if there's an EPR bill that is introduced, it's a plastics bit. we need to look that is going to involve all commodities. Because what has changed in the last five years is, from a regulatory and a, and a, a governance point, is we're all in the same boat whether we're paper, plastic, electronics, we we are all looked at the same from a regulatory governance issue. We need to evolve the association to represent our members on issues as opposed to individual uh, commodities. It will make us more efficient, it will make us more effective, and frankly, it will be a better service for all of our members.
0: Well, right on. I mean, you know, I don't want to say they're lofty goals. I just think it's just part of what has to happen. I mean, we have to evolve. You know, having been a chairman, you know, it's never easy. You may have your own personal wish list, and yeah. you may not be able to get everything you want. But to get a few things is always, you know, you, you, you got to chip away at this. Correct. You know, I I and I think we we got to get better, and I think uh, you know, ISRI has a chance to to grow its membership, but grow its influence by membership engaging more with the issues and working in conjunction. Because I think we can't just put everything on the table of our trade association to get everything done because that's not fair because Israel can't be in every city and every county across this great land of ours. And you you can't expect somebody from small town Kansas to expect to figure out what's going on all the time in D.C. So we need to work more closely together. And As membership grows, hopefully we're finding new leaders, new people who want to be more involved. Are you seeing that? Are you seeing more people
1: wanting to be involved? We're seeing more people. We're seeing energy and excitement. Um, This week or today, actually, we're having a leadership conference or a leadership uh, forum uh, that's presented by Israel at the offices. And if you look at the face and the energy and the thoughts and how this younger generation thinks, and I, I posted it on my LinkedIn, our future is so bright with the leadership we have coming in. But we need to continue to mentor the younger leadership and share from what we did, well, we did not so well and put them in a position where they can decide what path is best for our association and future And I think our future is bright. if you recall some of the questions we had towards the end is How do you look at AI? How do you look at some of your environmental concerns? I mean those are questions that are thoughtful and engaging and it's fun. It was it was wonderful
0: So as we get ready to go into next year's convention in Las Vegas mm-hmm. Anything that you can report on what we're trying to do anything? You, you can say it this time, or is it still all secret, <laughs> secret? Yeah.
1: Well, there, there, there's really no secrets. Last we met, it was uh, before the convention in Nashville, and John, we we took a little bit of a, of a risk when we, uh, about seven years ago, decided to go to Nashville. At the time, hotels weren't finished. The convention center was um, newer, and frankly, we went outside of our comfort zone as an association. But Chuck Carr, who was then the uh, convention we'll call uh, full-time staff individual, asked me, do you want what do you think do you want to do it and i said let's be bold let's do it and fortunately uh, we had a home run with nashville it was fantastic it was so good that we are contracted to go back to nashville in 2027 so that most of our members are going to love that it's going to be exciting with respect to coming to las vegas uh, we are going to have new a new board that's going to be at the end of the convention every two years. Well, that's right. We have an election we have coming. On. We have elections oh, coming. Oh, my goodness. And we're going to continue to um, build upon the success we had in Nashville. Yeah.
0: So in October, don't we uh, start nominating the new uh, candidates for... Uh, Secretary-Treasurer. Oh, that's right.
1: Director-at-large. We'll have a new slate of chapter presidents who will come onto the board, 10, 9, whatever, close to that number. Uh, The divisional leadership is going to change. So every two years, the board changes. And and it's in an even year, so it'll be this year. And we have so many. It's always exciting exciting times, isn't it? Oh my God, it is. It truly is. As as many in society, we hear about our our challenges that we have, and we do. We have many, and and we have bright people that will address those challenges. But gosh, John, look at the opportunities that we have. They are unlimited. And we need to see them, and we need to continue to. Take those challenges. I mean,
0: All right. Well, you know, when we get we need to get more people to come to these meetings, to these board of directors. So we're going to be in Denver in October, correct? And then in January,
1: are we coming back to DC, Scottsdale. Oh, we're going to do Scottsdale. We're going to be in Scottsdale.
0: Okay, fantastic. That's
1: awesome. It's really. It's, close winter, to over, right? it's winter. It's winter. It's it's an easy flight for me. If I, am, I like but it, Phoenix Scottsdale. is a big airport. So, so we have,
0: um, you know. I like to encourage people to attend. People as oh, board directors, I can't go. Yo, anybody can go. They need to get involved to see what it is, the governance of Israel, to see what's going on. And so I highly encourage anybody who's listening to this podcast in, in, in the future here, get involved. Come to sure. these meetings. They're, first of all, they're a lot
1: of fun. Yeah, they are. the networking's I always, amazing.
0: Yeah, so I, you know, I, I, I just enjoy... Uh, come into this. It's like a reunion all the time, getting to see people you haven't seen for a while. I see some people who live only a couple hours away from me. I see them more often at an ISRI event than I see them in my own state for that matter. Yeah. So it, it, it's a lot of fun for me. Alright Brian, final word to you. Give us your final thoughts of what you want people to know here and what you want them to know going forward about
1: ISRI and, and what
0: needs you know, what, what you want.
1: What are you looking for? What I'm looking for, so I wanted to complete the conclusion of my chairmanship, my, my hope is that that I contributed to lead this board and this, this uh, leadership to see a vision of a better association and we are a trajectory and we're moving forward that we have steps to excel and progress the association. I also want to people with Israel is we are here for our members, it truly is is not national, it's not chapters and regions. We are truly one association, and my goal is for the betterment of all the members. And that's, that's what's critical to get that out, because frankly, there, there are some that feel that we're not as um, doing that as well as we can. But I have a commitment, the leadership coming up behind me and chair elect Colin Kelly, Andy Golding after him, and then Neil Bices, we have a leadership that has a strong commitment for member value and services and to make ISRI better. And if ISRI better, our industry's better and we're all better, and so that's my goal.
0: Well, fantastic, Brian. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Great. Well, that's it for another episode of Pile of Scrap. This has been a Sierra International Machinery original audio series. Thanks for listening. Please share this podcast and make sure to subscribe.